0: Hi, I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Rodrigo Gallardo. He is an assistant professor at the University of California in Davis. Rodrigo, thank you for joining us today.
1: Thanks for the invitation.
0: Now, infectious bronchitis has sort of haunted the poultry industry for many, many years. And it's a virus that is constantly changing. And the industry's approach so far has been vaccination. And that's been some successful in some cases, not successful in others, you're taking another approach.
1: Yeah, so so um, back three or four years ago, we decided to give a twist to all the investigation on infectious bronchitis, and we decided to uh, look into the immune response of chickens, basically, to see if, if uh, we could find something that was uh, useful in order to come up with different preventative strategies
0: and so basically you're hoping to maybe find a genetic solution to infectious bronchitis is that the end well uh,
1: i mean not genetic in the sense of 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 uh, bringing uh, different genetics to the chickens because you know some traits are are against the productive traits so our idea is to use these different chicken lines that we have we have the fortune to have in the university of california and uh, try to see lines that are resistant, you know, against these uh, infections with infectious bronchitis and try to look why those lines are resistant. So uh, key components in the innate immune response and the adaptive immune response uh, will give us uh, a substrate in order to study and, and come up with new preventative strategies that are different from vaccines.
0: Basically. So the idea then is not so much to manage infectious bronchitis through genetics, but to see the variability in different genetic lines so that you can adjust your vaccination programs accordingly? Yeah, and
1: it would be the variability of of responses, basically. So we want to understand better the responses and have more basic information in order to come up with different prevention strategies.
0: So tell me about the the study itself. How did you set it up and what exactly did you do?
1: So this is really simple. We have different lines that have uh, differences in in the major histocompatibility complex, which is the link between the innate and the adaptive immune response. And uh, these different lines have different MHCs, but the, their, gen- their genetic background and the immunological background is the same. So if you challenge them all against uh, an infectious bronchitis strain, you'll see differences in responses because of these differences in the MHC. Uh, so far- and,
0: and excuse me, the MHC
1: is? It's the major histocompatibility complex. So it's the link uh, between the innate response and the adaptive immune response. So, so far we've seen uh, lines that are resistant and susceptible. So we picked those lines in a second uh, project and we're now looking into uh, why the resistant line is resistant basically. So uh, we've seen uh, components uh, in the innate response and also in the adaptive response that determines that resistance. So we're looking deep into those components in order to come up with to to modulate uh, those responses and then generate uh, strategies. which it could be the use of an adjuvant in live vaccines for ex- for example or uh, different uh, ways of vaccinating uh, with the same products that we have available
0: so how soon would this information be applicable to commercial production
1: so this is really basic research uh, and whenever you do basic research there's uh, time that needs to uh, succeed but but uh, in reality i mean so far we've been Investigating this for three or four years, and, uh, and and we have the model in order to start coming up with the with the information. So, so I, I, I mean, I, I don't like giving promises or, or in terms of time, but but we're working hard in order to get uh, good results.
0: Now we've talked about infectious bronchitis. Certainly, there are other viruses out there that cause respiratory and enteric disease. Have you looked at any of them?
1: We haven't, but we we uh, wrote a proposal for USDA uh, a couple of, of months ago in order to look into that. So hopefully we'll get funded and we'll be able to look into Newcastle disease and, and low pathogen influenza as, as models basically. But the idea if we find uh, components in the innate response that uh, provide uh, um, resistance to these infections is that. Uh, those uh, strategies or, 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 or components will cross-protect against different pathogens and different serotypes in the case, or genotypes in the case of, of IBB.
0: And the birds in your study, uh, what is the age range? So they're legorns. Uh, the the age range,
1: uh, so we, we usually uh, challenge them at 21 days of age, mm-hmm. and uh, we keep them for probably three to four weeks. That's, that's more or less uh, what we do. Yeah.
0: And so you're really primarily looking at breeding stock, because obviously that trickles down to the progeny.
1: Yeah, they're, they're, they're genetic lines, so they're Leghorn lines that have been kept and, and, and curated over the time. They're, they're really valuable lines that most of the universities are getting rid of because they're expensive to, to keep, but, but we've been uh, working hard in order to keep them and, and, and use them as, as a research substrate, yeah.
0: Are you encouraged by your findings so far?
1: Yes. Of course, I mean, you always, always get excited about your work, so yeah, yeah, sure.
0: Well, it's an innovative approach to disease management, and I'm sure yeah. the industry uh, will be keeping a close eye on this. Well, we've been talking to Rodrigo Gallardo. He is an assistant professor at the University of California, Davis. Rodrigo, thanks again for joining us, and Thank best you. of luck with your research.
1: Thank you so much.